Hello, everyone. I am Isabel Zimmerman, and I am with my soul family. You are listening to the Ascension Roundtable, and I will introduce my soul family, and they'll say hello. And I'm excited for this conversation, and I hope you enjoy it. So, Nikki, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, everybody. My name's Nikki, and I'm coming to you from France, where um, I'm also experiencing a lot of ascension symptoms, and I'm super tired, and everybody seems to be really tired, so it's 11 o'clock at night here, but nonetheless, I'm excited about our conversation tonight. I love it. Max, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, hello everyone, and, and um, well, I'm very happy to um, to share this moment with all of you and with uh, these wonderful uh, women uh, that are just bringing so much, and it's always a joy, and it's a joy to have you with us. Kimberly. Hello friends, Kimberly here, um, all the way from Sydney, Australia, or down under, and yeah, just um, happy to be here today talking with my soul family, one of my soul families, because we have many. Mm -hmm. We do have many soul families and it is exciting. And before we go into um, the soul family conversation, I was just talking to my friends here around last night, uh, the non-physical team. Um, I didn't sleep at all last night. And we were really talking about the ascension and ascending in the human body. And one of the things that Max was saying um, earlier, you weren't privy because I didn't hit record until Nikki said, you should record this. <laughs> so thank you, Nikki. Um, so Max was saying, you know, we're becoming more human. And one of the ideas that I want to share with you is the potentiality of being human. And yes, there are psychic um, abilities. Um, our potentiality of humans are really limited. And the advanced psychic abilities, if you studied religion whatsoever, you might have heard of Jesus or Yeshua ben Joseph. And, you know, he was able to like walk on water and biolocate and um, astral project and that kind of thing. And we all have these abilities, but they're not unlocked. So going back to Max's statement of becoming more human, I was talking to the team and the ascension is really more acceptance. So as we become more aware, as we ascend and ascend is just meaning we are vibrating at a different level at a different frequency. And because you're vibrating at a different frequency, your physical body, your physical experiences will change because we're moving into the oneness field. And I'm sure Kimberly can talk a lot about the oneness. And for me, how I think of the oneness field is I know I'm a multidimensional being. That means I am having many existences at once on earth, different timelines, different planets, different dimensions. And as I ascend, I gain access or awareness and I integrate it in my human body. 
And that leads to me understanding and feeling that I'm sovereign. And it moves us into more oneness, but emotions. So even as we ascend and even as we vibrate higher, I asked, will I still feel sadness? Will I still feel despair or different types of emotions? And the answer is yes. But because I'm vibrating at a different level or I have different awareness, I will still feel those emotions, but they won't be as triggering or as painful. It will be more of acceptance of these human emotions and appreciating the human emotions. Like for today, um, I've been crying all day and I felt joy and sadness at once, which I would say to you, my experience as Isabel, it was really the first time that it happened feeling two emotions at once felt weird because I was so used to feeling this or that. And so to feel something at once intensely was, it, it was just weird. It, I, I didn't, I couldn't even wrap my mind around it, but I understand I'm feeling these two emotions at once to understand the oneness of this emotion, to understand the contrast and understanding the contrast and feeling the contrast differently moves me into a higher vibration. If that makes any sense. Um, and so it's the ascension is feeling the beauty of the emotions. And yes, there is, um, different abilities, our DNA are changing, our, our structure is changing, our light bodies uh, are coming online. I can tell you personally, um, I'm working with my eighth, ninth, and 10th chakra. And for me personally, I feel my chakras in my body. So if, if you said my third eye, I, I feel an energy here. I feel my throat chakra here. I feel my heart chakra here. Um, you know, a lot other light workers just feel the chakras in their field. You don't have to feel it in a specific place in the body. It's just how I personally perceive it. So when I'm working with my eighth chakra, I feel it, but not inside my body. And it's kind of surreal to me because I feel it energetically above me, but not in me, but it is in me because I'm in my, I'm in my soul. My soul is not inside my body. My body is in my soul. And so th that is what has been going on personally with me. Does anyone want to jump in? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I was, it's, of course, sorry. Um, that, that, that's beautiful. And, and uh, absolutely right. It's, we're discovering these things. It's, it's, um, 
I had a conversation some some times ago where um, actually we, we realized that we are moving forward because all of these concepts that we had are now evolving. We are discovering more of ourselves, more of ascension. We 20, 30 years ago, we used to talk about things right in a certain way. Uh, one of right, uh, one of the things that have evolved a lot is the concept of punishment, right? Uh, the the uh, this this thing that. Uh, you have uh, when you do something bad, you pay three times more, right? This guy, there's a word for it, but yes. it, it, uh, it it eluded me. I, I can't find it. Um, karma? Are you talking about karma? Karma? Yeah, exactly. Karma. You see, I I couldn't even say it. Uh, we had the right concept of karma punishment. When you do something wrong, you're punished by karma, and now we see that. It's not that, it's something else. Uh, but we had to start from that idea of punishment to come now to something completely different. And so, right, all of these concepts are so evolving. And 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 so how are the concept of our humanity, our ourself, our soul, our, our whatever it is, right? We are now discovering more of that. And, and and it's ongoing. When we think that we have understood something, actually realize that that is just a scratch of it. And there is so much more. Uh, and, and, and actually it becomes, for me, it becomes more and more interesting because when, when you move forward with these things, you discover it's even more, it's, it's even, better right it's even more ha huh, gosh there's so much and and so it's it right you you spend all night you can't sleep and ha huh, this this comes out and yes so beautiful. i was um so uh thank you nikki uh she's like isabel aren't you hosting and i'm like oh yes and i told nikki uh Yesterday, I, I said, okay, I'll send out the link, um, but I don't have no idea of the topic. And she's like, well, you're usually inspired about what's going on with you in your life. So I will tell you, on my way to go see my mother, um, I was driving and I saw on the license plate, RAW, R-A. I didn't think anything of it. I just thought, oh, well, that's unusual that it would just be R-A on a license plate. And I'm driving, not a few minutes later, another car, different car, raw, again. Again, Isabel Sermerman's not picking up the clue. And then the third car with raw, different car, different license plate comes by. And I went, God of raw? And then all of a sudden I got the energy and and he says hello daughter and i said hi dad hi father and i knew in that moment that was my spirit dad and i never even thought about a spirit dad but um i missed him i had really missed him and i didn't even know i missed him 
And, um, and so I'll just tell you, Isabel has been connecting with him <laughs> just to say hi, <laughs> just to connect with my dad um, and my, my father, my biological father, my, my human father has passed and I have connected with my human father and it has been lovely. Um, but I would say to you, um, this feels very different. Um, it's hard to describe. Um, I'm so grateful that, I mean, it wasn't prompted by Isabel Zimmerman. I'm just driving, <laughs> you know, I'm just seeing license plates. And, uh, and then when I said, oh, God of raw, you know, um, it was, it was really surprising for me. So it, I brought up this subject around soul family because Nikki, Kimberly, Max, and I, we've all had lives together. We, um, we're aware of our connections of our other aspects of our lives. And I remember when I first met Nikki in person, I was so happy. I was so happy. The human me said, oh, she's fun. She giggles. She's playful. And it was like that, you know, the rational part of me saying why I love Nikki, even though I just met her. And and now I, you know, I was starting to see um, us as scholars and us in the Egyptian life and, 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 and it's, and it's interesting. And even with Kimberly, when she first started channeling um, Lakishma, uh, I felt a connection with Kimberly and then sure enough, oh my gosh, we've been in Atlantis. <laughs> we've been teaching oneness together for so many lives. So it's fun. And in Max, you know, you know, the connection with Max and I is just, um, it's just so surreal. I would have to tell you as a human, um, but it's really wonderful to, um, so I talked to the non-physical around this. I said, so what's up with us like getting our soul families and why do they feel so close to us? Like why, why, why do they feel different than my biological family, my sis, my, my biological sister and my mother and whatnot. So your soul family is um, not only have you had many lives with them, but you have a similar, I'm just going to use this word but a similar mission. You have a similar purpose. So this is how I put it in Isabel Zimmerman's mind. They're my crew. I'm part of their crew. We're on a spaceship together and they're my crew and we're exploring the multiverse together and we're tight because they're my crew and they have similar desires and they bring similar or different unique abilities so that we can weave this tapestry together 
and in that team, in being part of their team and they're my team, it's magical. And so we are finding our soul families and there's, that's just one aspect of it. There's so much in play, but I can tell you it's awesome. It's, it's really cool to be connected with your soul family. So be curious, see what's out there. See who, see who resonates with you and keep an open mind because it's worth it. Does anyone else want to talk about what it feels like to be united with their soul family? I'll jump in. Thank you for sharing, Isabel. That was beautiful. And um, your experience of your soul family, one of your soul family aspects. But yes, I just want to say with soul families, um, we have different types. And yes, we have uh, groups of soul families where we resonate very closely, like those of us on the call here today. But sometimes there are members in our soul family that trigger us the most. And um, that's because it's part of our evolution. They're assisting us. So, you know, our actual physical like blood family uh, is another aspect also of our soul family, right? Because we, we, ch- we chose them in this life. And as you might know, with some of your family members, they trigger you, right? not by accident guys (laughs) not by accident so you know we choose our parents before coming born into this physical reality so that's that's one example and sometimes there's groups of friends or people around the world that you have this kind of maybe a love-hate relationship with perhaps or you just know that you love them but you also trigger each other there's a reason for this because they love you so much from the non-physical perspective that they play this role for you right so yes they support you in an overt way like us here today. But sometimes the role that they've chosen to play is to trigger you into remembering who you are. So, you know, we talk about this all the time, right? Our shadow work, our soul work. So sometimes we want to trigger each other because it's like, come on, it's time to remember. And then we kind of go like this non-physical, like poke, 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 come on, you have to remember. <laughs> Sorry, trigger you. But we don't consciously do it from a from a human perspective, right? It's just roles that we've we've decided to play pre-birth, you know, to help us to evolve, help us to <clears throat> ascend, help us to remember that we're God, right? We're oneness. So if there's, there's people in your life that you have this kind of relationship, there's a reason for this. And yes, yeah, sometimes your, you know, um, you know, your, your partners as well, they come with your, you know, soul family groups. And there's a reason for that because the people that helps us to grow the most, evolve the most, right, are the ones that also trigger us the most because they're not doing it to hurt us. They're doing this to help us to remember It's to help us to illuminate the blind spots of our awareness, right? So if we, like, for instance, yes, we can talk about all these kind of spiritual topics and we can consciously, you know, go down this journey, which I'm sure if you're watching this, you're doing this. But sometimes we have those blind spots of awareness, our limiting beliefs. And for us to explore that is to be triggered, right? Because the only only way we're going to know we have a limiting belief is if we have the negative emotion that gets triggered, right? or ego gets triggered, or we, we, we find ourselves judging something, seeing something or someone is wrong, right? Um, and that's a limiting belief. So there's certain conditions and sometimes our soul family can help to 
to highlight that, right? So um, that's just another aspect. So it's not all rainbows, guys. Um, you know, sometimes it is. <laughs> sometimes it is all love and rainbows, but sometimes uh, soul families can also trigger. So but if we can acknowledge that they're also an important part of our journey here. So um, if you can see those people as kind of like master teachers, they're here to assist us. They're lovingly here from non-physical, they're here in our physical life to help us to illuminate those blind spots of awareness. So you, we can see those higher perspectives and see the soul lessons here. We can extend our gratitude to even those pe people that trigger us the most, even though we might not agree with some things that they do, right? Um, and it's only normal to have maybe a negative reaction when people trigger us. But if we can see that, that's actually for us. So that's just another aspect of soul families. And yes, we'll talk more about this in the session. We've got, you know, human soul families, we've got galactic soul families, but also, and what you talked about earlier, Isabel, about us becoming more human, um, it's our humanity. So, you know, the human family is also in a larger scheme of things, a soul family collective also. So we are, as humanity, we are an extension of Gaia. So as an extension of Gaia, as the planet, we're also a soul family in that collective also. So for us to evolve, we're talking about ascension as well earlier. Yes, we are actually, we as human, we are becoming more advanced because the very human, like, who we are as human is evolving to include a cosmic self. And that's why we are activating more of these, what you might want to call psychic abilities or intuitive abilities, right? But for, for, for us to ascend, as we like to call it, to label it, for us to evolve, it's to actually tap into the humanity, the oneness, you know, um, and it's through our humanity by connecting more of our brothers and sisters, recognizing they are also a soul family, right? An extension of our greater soul family. That's an aspect of how we remember who we are and activate more of those abilities within us. It's oneness in action, love in action, right? So we, we talked about this before. So, um, you know, I think even the last roundtable, we were talking about, you know, those in suffering, what to do. Those people that are suffering, whether it's what's happening with Ukraine or just people in your immediate vicinity, if you recognize it, also an aspect of you that this is an extension. So talking about soul family in this way is also an extension of oneness, right? It's just in a, in I guess a smaller, if you want to call it like, you know, in linear thinking, like a smaller and larger scales, right, of oneness. Um, if you can recognize that they are also you, right? And that assists in our evolution journey. So yeah, there is different, I guess, levels, if you want to call it, of soul families. But I understand it's not all rainbows. And yes, some are here to trigger you. And it's about, yeah, it's about, I know it's hard for some of you and it might be easier for you to be like, okay, just shut them out of your life. And I know maybe some of you watching this has this experience maybe with your parents. Um, but understand that we choose our parents. So it's not by accident that they are the way they are in your relationship dynamics, right? There's reasons for that. So um, that's just one example. But I just want to say, yeah, it's about holding in your heart just this higher perspective that everything is happening for you. Even the people that trigger you is for you. And, yes, along the way, yes, you will find soul family members, right, 
that also encourage you, that is assisting you in an overt way. So they are the love and rainbows that we that you need, <laughs> right? Right. Because it's, it's about a balance. It's mm-hmm. both, right? So my mother, um, and I'm sharing this with Nikki, how I was really appreciating her and loving her because my uh, uh, I felt very wounded by my mother. And um, I cried and I felt such intense love. And the Nikki was talking about like, isn't that interesting how the story disappeared? So there are many, many levels of soul families. And there's, the, you know, how spirit shows me is like little spears, They're, like there's little bubbles. We have all these little bubbles around us and we go into different spheres or dimensions with different aspects of ourselves. So one of the hardest things for me to understand was how did I create Kimberly? Kimberly was born (laughs) before, you know, like she exists and Max and Nikki, but how I'm beginning to understand it is because I'm the master creator, I'm bringing forth a version of Kimberly. I'm bringing forth a version of Max and Nikki to play a role for me, for my greater understanding and experience. And they are bringing forth a version of Isabel to their experience, to their understanding. And then then you've got stories and beliefs and vibration and all of that. But yeah, Nikki, you want to hop in and talk about stories? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to talk about. So First of all, I was thinking to anybody who's listening, probably one of the questions that would come up, it certainly came to me, is how do I know when someone is in my soul family group, right? And um, because I don't, I don't, you know, I don't think about it a whole lot because I'm, I just don't think about it a lot, but there are certain people that I just love. They can like, I mean, it's, like I can see maybe that they have their limits. I, I, I'm not looking through rose colored glasses, but they're so easy to love. And those are the ones that Kimberly was talking about where it's rainbows and stuff like that. Now, actually two really good friends that I have here in France. Um, I feel like that, you know, and I think one of them was a sister of mine in another lifetime. Um, cause I had my Akashic records, um, done. And the woman said there, there's someone in my life that was a sister, was my sister in another lifetime. And as soon as she said that, I saw this woman's face and that's probably no coincidence, right? But both of these women, um, did trigger me and we had like falling, a falling out. And that's something, the thing about it is, is, you know, there's no time, right? But when you lose someone that you love, it feels like it's devastation. And at least for me being very empathic and feeling things very intensely. But um, the good news is because we're evolving and changing, expanding, moving more into love, um, my heart opens up. So both of these people came back into my life. And I mean, I reached out to both of them, but it doesn't really matter. They're both super easy to love. And, you know, um, you mentioned stories. So so one of the things about... um, having all these people in our lives that serve a purpose in that they are in on in some aspect 
a mirror reflection of something within ourselves, right? So one of the ways to be able to not get all bungled up in the ego is that for the stories to to like step down, to step to be able to step out of the stories. And how do you do that? Well, it's not as easy as it sounds. <laughs> it's not like changing clothes. It's about going into your shadow self. It's about actually highlighting and looking at those parts of you that are wounded that um, are attached probably to your own personal stories and um, moving into more love and acceptance of those parts of you. And once you do that deep work where you look at that shadow self, you look at those wounds because we all have them. That's why we came here to experience unworthiness so we could transmute it and move into worthiness. So once you start doing the work, then it's much easier. I find for myself much easier to step out of my stories more and more. And it doesn't mean I'm not human. I get pissed off. I get really pissed off and stop talking to people or yell at them. And, um, or I get, I get maybe my feelings hurt, that sort of thing. And I can, I can go back into my old stories of, um, the world's a dangerous place. I think I'll hide out in my house, you know. But um, yeah, though, despite the fact that I'm having human experience and that I will have these reactions, the beauty of the ascension and, and expanding is that we still can be in observer mode. So even if like I'm having a very human uh, reaction to a situation that's triggering because someone has triggered me, um, or a situation has triggered me, a circumstance has triggered me, I'm able to go into that neutral place of observer. And I understand that, first of all, it's not right or wrong. It's just, it just is. I have preference. It's not what I prefer. Secondly, that it's for me. There's a message. There's something I need to look at about myself. And, um, and once you get the hang of just doing that kind of work and processing stuff, then you get to move into what Isabel was talking about, which is being able to see that um, fear is actually love, that all of these things, that we can feel sadness and joy in the same moment. You know, it's funny because um, I channel in the morning and I, I've been writing down the messages. And as soon as I like connected with my guides this morning, I just felt all this um, love. Like it was like bursting within me. It was this connection that made me feel almost overwhelmed. And I remember, I remember hearing someone and I don't know who it was, but one of the spiritual teachers that I followed said, you know, we as humans, um, if we actually tapped into that, 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 in, that essence without fear that we are as, you know, that's our remembrance. Our essence is love. So absence of fear, it's almost overwhelming. And I felt that. And it was, um, it's a good reference point when you, it's not like looking at a beautiful sunset or being at the beach or even having a great talk or a laugh with a girlfriend. This is something much more profound and deep. And we get little glimpses of it by, through meditation, through Whatever floats your boat, whatever gets you out of your ego and gets you in the present moment and still. Um, and we can get glimpses of this connection to all that is, which we are a part of. Um, it, 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 the stories disappear. And from there, you can move into love. And, you know, I like to, I like to take a little visit around my soul family when I'm in these places and just beam in that, um, that feeling that I have beam it out to them, you know, because 
uh, it's funny, you know, on a, on a human level, like when my, when I lost my mother, so my mother died in 2008 and similar to Isabel, I had, you know, a very contentious relationship with my mother who was emotionally abusive and alcoholic, bipolar, uh, lots of stuff. So I grew up in a, in a, an atmosphere that, that left me feeling very unsafe which affected me in many, many different ways. And I'm, I know I'm one of many souls that chose to have this experience. Um, but you know, uh, it was so hard to love her when she was alive. For me, it was a task and, um, it was a roller coaster, but when she passed, it was instantaneous. It was pure love and connection. And, you know, the beauty of doing the work is that you get to have these experiences with people who haven't passed, that actually you can move from being in a place of judgment, criticism, disconnect to a place of connection. And I got that with my sister and we had 40 something odd years of disconnect and um, friction. But when I was able to be in alignment and raise my vibration, I was able to connect to that version of her that was so lovable. And then now I get to, as we say in French, alimenter, I get to, um, how do you say that in English? You, you, you sort of feed that aspect of the other person, you cultivate it and it grows and you get more and more of that aspect of that person. So it just, it's like the basic laws of, of, of the law of attraction, which is, you know, like attracts like. So when you're in that space and you're focused on the person in front of you and you're seeing their qualities rather than their defects, if that exists, but the things that trigger you, um, they will grow. and hence your connection will, will grow and the love you feel for that person and that they feel for you will grow. And that's for me, my mission. My mission is to be a beacon of light, to um, feel more love, to experience the joy of this human experience. I came here for this. So that's the work. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Nikki. I really appreciate it. I had a session today. And then um, Max, go ahead and jump in. But I just wanted to share this with you. So it's at the end of the session. And um, I said, do you want to share anything around the ascension? And they said, stay in the now moment. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the ascension journey. And um, I smiled because sometimes... <laughs> this ascension is really intense, right? And, um, you know, for me, it always feels like I'm running up a mountain and some days I have to throw up or sit down and cry, but I will get back up and run that mountain, but it's okay. But yeah, if you can cultivate the joy in the now moment. And you know, sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> but yes, that was the message. Enjoy the journey of the ascension. And it just it just made me smile. All right, Max, did you want to say something? Yeah. <clears throat> uh it's interesting because soul family uh for, for me, my, my parents, 
my uh, biological parents, father and mother in this life, they're not part of my fa soul family. But I, as, as, as we said, as you said, there isn't just one. And I think that it levels, right? And, and in the end, we are all one, right? <laughs> it's not like... <laughs> But technically, right, from, from, from the point of view of how we construct this reality, they're not part of my direct soul family. So it was like, oh, I need to incarnate. Oh, can I? Yes, great. Let me come in. It was something like that. Um, <laughs> just a short, long story, short. <laughs> and and then the experiences I'm, I'm having with them. <laughs> right. Um, but then around me, I have other beings that are definitely part of my soul family and where the interactions are pure love or disruption <laughs> they're just troublemakers like my stepmother um and so <laughs> it's the, it, the idea is that it doesn't really matter when it comes to these interactions my parents are part of, not part of well, we still are having a history together, building this relationship or known relationship together, exploring what we are exploring. I'm exploring something with them. They are exploring something with me. And it's definitely very intense. Uh, and um, but that's what we decide to do for each other. And and what I wanted to add to what Isabel you said because it, right I'm I'm creating a version of them they are creating a version of me, um, yes that it's real that that that's the point I think that uh, I for once was not clear for a while it it's real it's not that when I'm creating Isabel it's my Isabel. Right, no, it's Isabel. It's her own Isabel. <laughs> she's real. <laughs> she's creating herself. She's a being, real being, like everyone else, right? <clears throat> that, that That's, I think, one point that has to be really understood. I am interpreting Isabel. Yes, it's my interpretation of her, her body. her appearance that i'm seeing it's what i'm seeing right because that's what i'm creating that's what is my perception but that's all right and and all of my reality yes i'm creating it absolutely i'm interpreting reality yeah absolutely but everything that is in my reality is alive and it's beings interpretation of being so it's it's real and and uh, i'm saying this but right 
I'm the first that this is referred to, right? Because I'm the first that was, well, creating, no, it's real, absolutely. And, and so these beings, this soul family that, that are here around me, around you, around us, and that are interacting with us, they are absolutely real and uh, bringing a lot. My, I think my first memory and, and interaction with a uh, member of my soul family was ac actually not in the physical <laughs> because this being appeared to me as I was a child, uh, three, four year old, he appeared in my room and it was like a ghost, but it was not a ghost. And I remember this light being, but, uh, and, and, and it took me 40 years to realize what that is, right? This being, and and then I discover, oh, this being, I have a a huge relation. We're best friends. We we're brothers, sisters. We're whatever. It's 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 that of a big deal as a relationship between between beings, um, and 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 so. Uh, it's 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 someone that is there for me and I'm there for them and and depending on on the incarnation I'm incarnated so he's playing uh, the role of supporting me guiding uh, he was there for me all along with the hi hybrid program as it was a very deep and difficult situation for me he was there I, I, Right, accompanying, uh, uh, how do you say, um, supporting and 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 then bringing me along and 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 uh, and all of that. Um, and so, and I'm and I know that I'm doing the same for him, but right, not as Max, but as all of me, right, <laughs> as he's doing that with uh, the all of him. And this is just one example. There are many others that are doing that, uh, right? My guide, Callisto, she, she's, she's, she's a fairy and she, she, she comes along, she's there, I can feel her uh, and, 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 and she's doing that for me. And, and, and at the same moment, I'm doing that for her. And I know that, right? But I don't have the conscious of it because while well, I'm, I'm here, human, um, and as a human, I am shutting down all of that because I, because if I had that knowledge of my soul family right now, well, I wouldn't be human. I wouldn't be focused on human. I will be focused on something else, which I am. But as human, I'm, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> and that's that. These are those things that are difficult to imagine as a human being because as a human being we are just seeing this and and believing that this is all no this is just now where i'm focusing right now but i'm this is just right we are multitasking and and multitasking at the billions trillions because there, there is no limit to what we are focused at. So, um, but if I had that conscious, I wouldn't be here, right? And, but I am over there, I am. But 
when I'm focused here, well, that's not in my awareness, even though it's happening. So, um, and, 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 and this gives a little bit of an idea of how we are interacting with our soul family. And then, oh, Nikki is here. Oh, Kimberly is here. Isabella is here. Oh, right, great. Then, well, yeah, but we know each other. Oh, yeah, absolutely we know each other because, well, we were in Egypt. We were in, oh, in the Pleiades. Oh, yes, absolutely. Oh, Draconians, of course. Yeah, I remember. Oh, Atlantis. Oh, my goodness. That bitch. <laughs> right. I remember what you did there. I know. You just, uh, you'll see. Where all of that and, and all of that is there. Uh, just that it's there and we experience these things because we want to experience this thing but well with whom can we experience well with our soul family because because uh, why go look for whatever when you already have all you need just there right it's there so there Great, fantastic. Let's go human. Oh yeah, right. I'm human too. Oh yeah, over there. I can see you. Let's come together and do this. Right? Oh great. And and it's that simple. Well, quite, but it's how it happens. And 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 the thing is that it's so simple that it just happens because uh as beings. We, we we are connected and as soul family we are even more connected and so that it makes even more easy to have these experiences and we are so easy in having these experiences because well we know each other and it's even more easier to be nasty with each other because we love we love each other we love right so when when we have to have those fucking sheet of experiences well you are much more at your ease with with your soul family so that so that very often we say well the persons that are probably making you the most pissed off the those that are making so much fast in your life probably are your best friends yes <laughs> right so yes. it's it's huge it's, it's so yeah. beautiful so what they're also saying to me is as we remember more of who we are and our soul family it will soften the judgment and allow us to move more into oneness and love and allow us to even embrace telepathy because you have to be vulnerable and naked in order to be telepathic and we all are telepathic but there is different levels of awareness so a lot of us are feeling vibration a lot of us can feel energy as nikki said she's an empath right so she can feel emotion or emotion from another very easily right and as we progress in the 
opening or it's just really remembering more of who we are. Once you realize you've lived many, many lives with this person, can you not imagine, let's pretend, let's wave the magic wand. You are remembering Max, you and I, like, I know I was a Roman soldier with you. Like <laughs> probably why they're having us go to Italy together. Well, I, I prefer to get to be to get Roman soldiers together than to be a Spartan and and yes. Roman <laughs> yeah. uh, killing each but other. I'm sure there's like many layers, but anyways, it matters not. And I know we're connected with ISIS, so, um, so one of the the interesting. So let's. So Max and I, I remember more of my lives with Max. I remember my Palladian life. Um, I'm also a hybrid child of his. He was my mom. We were in the Roman military together. And I'm remembering more and more. Well, can you not imagine what would happen? Well, wouldn't my trust with Max deepen and grow? So much so that it would allow me to communicate with him telepathically, that I could be vulnerable and naked with him because he has seen aspects of me. We have lived so many lives together that I could share my energy field with him and not try to protect myself because I feel so comfortable with him. And how beautiful is that? And how beautiful is me as Isabel remembering more of my brother, playing with him, not knowing him, wink, wink. <laughs> Only to rediscover Max as Max and me as Isabel. And we get to play this game and it is more fun. It is more joy. But you do need practice before. Mm. <laughs> All right, Kimberly. I know you wait, hang on, it. hang on. I have to say something about Isabel. <laughs> I've known Isabel since 2017, and everybody she meets is part of her soul family. Yes. <laughs> You're part of the so, Okay, either she's exceptional or okay, I'll just leave the or. <laughs> well, of course it would make sense. We're part of the same soul collective. We all came to Earth. <laughs> all right, Nikki, I'm going to try to play with all the humans on Earth. Let me let me know. I'll tell you how it goes. <laughs> let me just say. The play thing, as you were saying, Isabel, the whole telepathy thing. I've already practiced this because, you know, me me and Isabel, we're quite close on the, on the soul family level, right? Because we have had many lives together. And um, another friend of ours, Astrid, who's also a channel, uh, like I said, we have di there's different soul families and levels of soul families, right? Anyway, so what Isabel was saying, if you if you have a soul family connection, you are kind of more vulnerable and you can connect more on a like a telepathic level. So I do this all the time. And I've, <laughs> I've done a lot of kind of experiments, I guess you would say. And um, so what happens? I've had many future dimensional conversations with, with Isabel and Astrid. So literally 
what happens is that uh, it's like I go to the future. So I'm in the present and then I see a future conversation and I'm chatting to either Isabel or Astrid or both. And I'm having this conversation, but it's like I'm here in the present, but I'm viewing it like in the future. And it's also like a message, but it's like I'm having a conversation with them in the future, but in the now. So if that makes sense. So it's kind of like that's how I also receive messages. It's kind of like we have a chat kind of in the future. And it's like it's like my future self is saying, this is a message for you in the present now reality. Because as you know, time is nonlinear. And then so when I see this and I perceive this future chat, it's like, oh, okay, so that's a message for me. So it's kind of that's how it works. Another interesting thing with self-family play is that, uh, um, and it's so funny, and I've experimented and I've got feedback from Isabel that it was actually accurate. Um, so I can project, like, I guess we can call it biolocation because of because of our connection, yes. we. I mean, you can do this with all, be, all beings, all people, but because of, like, I guess, we, like what we say, self-family, you have a bit more vulnerability um, in terms of you being able to connect on non-physical levels. Um, I would like, because, you know, Isabel is like other side of the world. I'm in Australia in Sydney. She's in America in the US and Ashton is actually in Norway in Europe. So we're like, you know, other sides of the world from each other and I can project my consciousness. So I was able to project to Isabel and I could actually see what she was doing. Right. I mean, there's different kind of techniques and labels like you want to call it different sciences, you know, like it's remote viewing and all these kind of things. But it was no specific technique as such in relations to a, a known thing. It was just me being able to intuitively or psychically do this kind of a process where I connect to my energy field and the energy and the, and the greater unified field that connects us all. And via that kind of thing, I was able to project my consciousness through my intentions to Isabel. Do you remember that, Isabel? And you were actually, I mean, we, I, I was, oh, I had like a lot of inspiration um, to do it. Not, not, uh, was it like a, a, f- a few months ago? Yeah. Um, and just had this kind of, this, this calling to really like hone in, practice this. And I'm like, Isabel, were you doing this today? And she was like, yeah. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yes. yes. And I was doing this in Russia too. So that's just an example of, but this ability, like, we can, this is, this is like what's happening for all of humanity, right? Because we are connected to oneness. So if you understand oneness, um, one day, I'm going to say one day, it's already happening in the multiverse. Of course, this day is already happening. But you can connect non-physically to people, but soul family members, when you know you have this a very deep connection, I guess there's a, there's a path of less resistance, I guess, and it bit more vulnerability, a bit more ease. So if you want to play this kind of non-physical, uh, telepathic, psychic kind of non-physical uh, communication, but not in a physical way, practice with your soul families and have some fun and some curiosity around it because it will surprise you and it's fun. Yeah, you know, um, I talk about the psychic abilities, but really all it is is just awareness of more of who you are more of your i mean i think of my soul as a literally a being of light literally an energetic field and i do see it as an energetic pattern i do see it as color i do see it as um light and spheres and fractals and um fractals help me understand oneness 
So if you looked at a Paisley pattern, it's a repeating pattern, but it's all one big pattern and it's all connected because we all are having a unique experience and expression of consciousness in the field, in physical reality. And like, when you think about it, it's, it's really cool, but yeah, you can, you can tap into that energy. You can tap into different levels of consciousness and, and do non-local or remote viewing because your energy and you're focusing your consciousness in a different part of the field. And a lot of people will um, have dreams. I know Nikki has shared some dreams um, of different potentialities and she'll be emotionally, she'll feel very emotional from those dreams. And, and she'll say, why did I even dream of this? But she's, a, Nikki's aware that that dream wasn't random. Like that dream was a message. And for her, to, to look at a different potentiality. Um, and yes, I guess all potentialities exist in the field. And if you, if you attract it, if you think it, it exists because you wouldn't be able to attract it. And that's kind of mind blowing too, <laughs> you know, but I would say to you, um, a lot of my conversation with um, my non-physical peeps have really been about, I mean, they say this a lot to me. They say, embrace your multidimensional beingness, Isabel. You are multidimensional. Stop thinking linear. Stop thinking of you as Isabel. Yes, you are having a physical experience expressed through Isabel in this human body, but you are multidimensional and it's time for you to remember and it's time for you to integrate it in your day-to-day -day life. And um, if you ask me, Isabel, what does that mean to integrate it in my day-to-day -day life? Well, I would tell you I'm at the baby steps. So when St. Germain worked with me to break me of the habit of thinking very linear, this or that, um, every time I thought linear, I, I swear to God, St. Germain is like, more, more, what else, what else? And he like, he was like on me, like in nanoseconds, like as soon as I had a linear thought, he was like, think spherical Isabel. think spherical think energetically think energetically and i'm really grateful for that because i do practice thinking energetically a lot of the times not all of the times um but now it's interesting from going to thinking from linear cause and effect um reducing the judgment understanding control and fear then they're thinking, they're like, okay, now we want you to think energetically. And then I practice thinking energetically and I am thinking more spherically and I am seeing um, many layers and meanings and uh, deepening of, the, of it. 
A lot of that is synchronicity, symbols, and images. Uh, I am very aware of um, how spirit communicates with me today in the car. Um, I was uh, feeling intense sadness and love at once, and I saw 46 across my dashboard. The temperature was 46. 46 was how many miles and 46 was mileage or something. Anyways, 46. So I looked up the meaning of 46 and I got the message and it was, it was nice, but I, I understand how they communicate in many ways. And um, sometimes you'll get communication from spirit through your friends or through the radio or, or a repeating number pattern or, um, I've been seeing a lot of rabbits. I saw a rabbit even tonight, but, um, but now they're working with me on thinking of myself as a multidimensional being and integrating it as Isabel. Do I know what that looks like? No, I think I'm at that beginning stage with St. Germain mentoring me not to think linearly and mentoring me to think energetically and spherically. But it is curious. I don't know where it will lead to. We'll see. But hey, yeah. Isabel, Isabel, you know why you keep seeing a lot of rabbits? Why? Because you're not supposed to go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes there aren't a lot of layers. It's really simple. <laughs> That's very cute. <laughs> All right, pick a card. Pick a card, Nikki. Go okay. ahead. Okay. Am, am I am I picking a card for you or for the whole group? Maybe for uh for the closing of our ascension, no? All right, go ahead. You're inspired. Okay. Okay, hang on. Maybe it's if it's a message that resonates with you, it's for you. Anyone who's listening. Okay. Saint Sinner. Okay. Let's see what it says. So this is the Mary Magdalene um, Oracle deck that I absolutely love. Okay. You did not get Sacred Sexuality, which was the page before, just so you know. <laughs> okay, here we go. Saint Sinner. The assumptions you are making about another person or event could turn out to be completely wrong. Realize that for every theory, there's a contradicting and opposing one. There may be more to the situation than first meets the eye. You are being advised to keep an open mind and heart. All is not necessarily the way it seems. Remember also that often the judgments we make about others are also judgments we make about ourselves. Hmm. Uh, you will not find peace and fulfill fulfillment while holding a, an I'm right and they're wrong attitude except that there is no single truth that applies universally and things will become clearer. Love it. Obviously someone needed to hear that tonight. Of course. Right. Well, I think this was great. I'm going to wrap up the conversation. Does anyone have anything else before we sign off? 
I, I do want to say that um, I love this discussion because, you know, oftentimes when we, when we have our roundtables, we talk about like the difficulties of the ascension and the difficulties of being human and seeing human suffering and being a part of that human suffering. And so it was really fun to like hear about the fun aspects of the soul family, the cool things that we can do if we want to astral project or remote view or practice tele telepathy or whatever it is. And, and I've had my own um, experiences with that. It always amazes me. So uh, I want to thank you for this wonderful topic because it was, it was fun. It was fun to delve into something that we don't talk about so often. Great topic. Thank you, Isabel. Oh, thank you, Nikki. Thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you, Isabel. Thank and thank you. you all for watching. All right. Who's hosting next time? I think it's me. All right. It will be Nikki. So until then, everyone, thank you so much for spending some time with us. I hope you enjoyed the conversation and uh, you feel our love. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.